0: stole my seat.
1: Attract it's behind you. you. God
0: damn. What's up everybody? Welcome to a Monday edition of the Only Friends podcast. I lost my stool here. You man. lost your stool because I stool? had to take over. You're
2: a tall man. I took over on Friday. He's a tall man. And I'm I, not as tall. I work on my posture individually, you know. You got to keep your shoulders back. We talked about this earlier. Shoulders back. Yeah.
0: And stay straight,
2: core tight.
0: You know? Engage the core. Engage the
3: core like you know. Mm-hmm. You were
2: vibing earlier today. we right, was.
3: Oh, man, I was in a groove.
2: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
3: that, that, new, uh, that new intro music uh, is, is popping. Yeah, he's feeling
2: <laughs> It's definitely popping.
0: I have to... Uh, it's very annoying. So we pay for this royalty-free music. <laughs> what is going on with this thing? Uh, we pay for this royalty-free music, but what happens is the artist still puts in a copyright claim so that anybody who uses it without license... Uh, gets demonetized. Mm-hmm. And what we have to do then is after they demonetize us, I have to email YouTube yep. a copy of the license that we paid for and then they'll remonetize us.
2: You gotta go you gotta jump through some hoops to get your money back.
0: Yeah. And what that every every episode? No. We'll just have the oh but I haven't done it yet because that's a new song. Okay. Uh, so I'll have to do it after today, which is quite annoying. It's a good song yeah. though. It is a good song. It really really vibes. hundred percent LaMana was vibing. He was, it was it's it's very tortoise approved yeah. mm-hmm. it's a
2: it slow it's a nice slow
0: yeah it's no, not too relax.
3: fast you don't want to go too fast yeah. you know
2: you definitely don't yeah, get over real. your skis a little
0: bit yeah <laughs> the fuck do you know about skis I don't know
3: <laughs> maybe I'll go skiing this, this winter
0: <laughs> okay here we go
3: why not you go uh, you would go only pizza, no I mean, French fry. Conrad's over there with his Park City uh sweatshirt on, so sure.
0: that was when Conrad was rich. Mm, <laughs> it was. Skiing's a rich man's sport.
3: There's mm-hmm. <laughs> a very small window of time. Yeah. <laughs>
4: very good
0: point. Yeah, those days are gone.
3: Man. <clears throat> he looked good too. Oh. He had all the best gear. <laughs> well, of <laughs> course he did. Still do. Still, still does. He yeah. should do. be
0: pawning that shit off, pay off the goddamn tab. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to learn how to ski this this uh winter instead of snowboard. Got all that. Just to get free. that shit off. Oh, yeah. uh, free gear in the garage. I
1: forgot. I should sell that too. I don't want that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of Tortoise Approved, as some of you have already noticed uh, by the chat, the highlighted green, we've launched a new membership platform. Highlighted to, green, baby. Woo. Yeah, see, Tortoise Approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, big shout out to Ragnar Overbet, to my man, uh, Biggie Swoles always out here representing two of the newest members of the Solve for Y membership crew. What that gets you right now is uh, customized uh, emotes. Uh, As we accumulate more members, we can launch more emotes. So stay tuned for more of those in the future. Uh, It will also get you a monthly membership discount to merch. So uh, stay tuned to the community tab. We'll launch uh, a members-only code on October 1st, and we'll do something similar to that every month. It'll be different type of discounts. We'll do merch discounts, uh, software YTV discounts, things of that nature. Wow. Also, any videos that we upload to YouTube, uh, you guys will get a first crack at it. So there will be a members-only viewing first. Hmm. Uh, So once I start doing these on Second Thoughts for YouTube, that'll be something for you guys to look out for. And then we have a plan for a lot more. So uh, we're going to turn this into a tiered system somewhere down the line. Going to start to launch, uh, basically combine a little bit of Salt for YTv with the YouTube channel. Probably going to end up putting to be determined uh, on YouTube for the members only, as nice. well as some other content that we put out in the past.
2: Do you think that we're going to start putting out new merch ideas when it comes to having stuff? Well, to, we have to, to now, store? man. Do, mm-hmm. What what ideas do we what do we got? Do we have any?
0: Well, I mean,
2: I've made a bunch of shirts.
0: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs>
3: so that means we have no, we have nothing. Well, well winter's coming, uh, Game of Thrones reference. But uh-huh. uh, since it is, we should probably get some uh, some beanies up there, maybe some tosle caps. You know, mm,
0: I like that. Yeah, I'd rock that. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go snowboarding without Conrad.
1: Yeah. I don't go snowboarding yeah. Yeah. anyway. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I don't homie. think
0: we
3: have too much winter gear on there, so uh, <coughs> maybe I'll get on that. And
0: I think uh, <laughs> I think what we really need is to get to get some actual. Uh, like logos designed you know mm-hmm. tortoise approved logo. Uh, yeah, like, like oh yeah oh i like that. i like that just so tortoise approved with the check like yeah. either a thumbs up with a like a, th- a tortoise with a thumbs up or a tortoise holding a sign that just says approved <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, i'm down with that. i like
2: that yep, yeah yeah 100
0: start there we'll, we'll work on ideas you guys can submit them uh we'll also obviously be paying attention to um to to the member feedback you guys will get first crack at responses and comments and Chat shout-outs every single day. So big ups to you guys. We appreciate the support. If you guys are interested, you can click the link in the description below, or I believe there's a join function on our page. Uh, Either one will allow you to become a new member. Uh, It's actually
2: a sick idea. We just have like a fan t-shirt contest, you know? And like they make like an Only Friends type of contest where the best ones and the ones that we think that are good will go up on the site. And then if you're the creator of the shirt, you can, you get one. Yeah, Mm. I like that. Yeah. So send in your submissions to someone that I'm not going to look at until it gets put in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: join our Discord. Do it there. Put in the Discord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, no, we have a we have an only friends dedicated channel on Discord. If yeah. you guys are interested in that, hit hashtag Discord. Discord in the chat. It'll give you the link to get to our uh, Discord community. Uh, final <laughs> day for our sponsor Bet MGM. Big shout out to them. They just concluded their online championship series. Uh, they did just over $2 million in guarantees yesterday, wrapped the main event. If you guys have been following along the action in BetMGM's online championship like I have, you know they just wrapped up the last event, so we'll be announcing their winners soon. This was the biggest series in BetMGM history that included over $2 million in guaranteed prizes. If you missed out, don't worry. BetMGM has cash game action for every player, every stake, that's No Limit Hold'em, PLO, all the way up to high-stakes cash games. You love to watch me battle in. Available 24-7 online. Follow the links below to lock up your seat, and maybe you'll see me in the BetMGM streets soon. Stay tuned. I do have something in the works that could potentially lead to me heading back to PA to do a little grinding in those BetMGM streets. So be sure to stay tuned if you guys want to uh, download the client or follow along to some of the results. Those links are in the profile below as well.
3: They didn't cancel any events.
0: They didn't. (laughs) They didn't, which is uh, a nice preface to what we'll be speaking about today. But before we get into that, it's been a long weekend. Mm -hmm. A lot of shit went down. Yeah, you won. I did. You fucking
2: won. I did. You did it. I won. Congratulations, Matt. Thank you, I think the world was healing, you know, because Mm -hmm. you ran good on a live stream. Mm -hmm. I think the word was destroyed
0: the table. Well, the deck destroyed the table. That's okay. I just showed up and fielded the puns.
3: Somebody's got. Somebody's got to be dealt in once in a while.
0: Yeah, we uh, on stream. We won about one hundred thirty-one thousand. That was that was our peak. Fuck. Uh it makes, looks nice. Makes
2: you feel so much worse knowing what the end result was.
0: Yeah, end result was a little upstuck. stuck uh, I lost a sixty K pot off stream, so we won like ninety-five ish when it was all said
3: and done. It's nice when the fish wins, you know?
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep me coming back. It is funny though <laughs> that like the softer the lineup, the worse I seem to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh yesterday was billed as like this tough reg heavy reg battle e- e- event or whatever. It was just like, yeah, whatever, man. Just deal me the nuts and let's move on with life. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. It doesn't really matter how good the other person is when you just keep having the nuts.
0: Uh, honestly, it's better to get the nuts in, like, a reg-heavy game. Right. I was going to say that. they'll call yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll exactly. Call you. They'll call
2: you. They'll
3: they'll they'll make these bluffs that you're supposed to just fold most of the time because you don't have the nuts that often, and you just have the nuts. And...
0: Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, because, like, you just want to have good bluff candidates when you're playing in soft lineups, and then, okay. like, good value whenever you're playing against regs. Well, Easy
1: game. Well, what Easy was game. the guy's name with the jacks?
0: Uh Oh my god! Why is it slipping my head or my mind now? I played with him twice. He's amazing. David. I
1: fucking love him. Is it David? <laughs> yeah, David. I'm yeah, David. yeah.
0: He's incredible.
1: He is awesome. He just
0: yeah. We played off stream, and he he went from like being roughly even to uh, losing like fifty, and he just goes all right guys uh i'm down two hands of back rat i'm gonna take off <laughs> and honestly rightfully so because like he's not getting 50 back in in the game we were in like that's a lot to win back but he's just like oh, it's two hands of back i'm out
2: i've i've seen this happen actually like in a very in a lower scale where someone would play like lose a bit and be like all right i'm gonna go to the pits and go gamble mm-hmm. and then like they win a bunch and they come back and they're like i, I got my money back and yeah. it's like yeah it comes back like hi- high fives fist bumps everything mm-hmm. like that yeah it
1: happens happens often at the smaller scales yeah yeah it happens often at the the high
2: stakes as well
1: it just happens often
2: it just happens happens.
1: a lot
0: of times like games will slow down because the 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 wreck has like wandered Mm -hmm. off to the pits right (laughs) no it's the greatest
3: when they take from the house and then give to
0: the poker community they give to the people yeah this is true you had one job Landon.
2: oh yeah i did fuck we have to we have to cue this was matt after his big win we had to cue this video I had one job and I <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he wins all the money. Oh, man. man, look at him oh, go! <laughs> this was such a long time ago. This yeah. video. Yeah. Do you want to practice uh, the backstories to how this video was created?
0: Uh, that was that was during quarantine uh, when I was battling on WSOP every day, and I won a similar amount of money playing fifty hundred versus uh, Matt what? Matt Perry. Matt Perry. Uh, heads up, and I'm not good at heads up. So I think I ended up winning like 145 off of him one night, something to that effect. A lot of buy-ins, like 10 or 15 buy-ins. And that was the, uh, that was the response. We that, fucking I, got him.
3: I don't even know what that was. That was, that was, a dance? Yeah. was that a
0: dance? It, it was, was that just like a... Do you remember Austin
3: Powers? That's okay. Fat Bastard. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't hear the sound, so.
0: That's no, fair. Well, I mean, I wasn't doing it any justice with the sound
3: i thought maybe you know you, you had the accent
0: no no nah, just he had, he had rubbing nothing. my titties yeah. and you know trying to get rich with the proverbial money yeah right yeah yeah good time had by all i'm glad landon was there to capture it i was <laughs> you're some, my new Geno.
2: no only, only <laughs> sometimes <fucking> <laughs> that
0: was a, that was a great capturable moment you sure.
2: know
1: General everyone has ruined, those moments that ruined you last night
0: yeah, typical. Just fucking black clouds me. She sent me a text, <laughs> are you streaming? And I go, I just lost all of my chips in everything.
2: So no
1: black cloud. Issue. <laughs> she literally sent me a picture of me, like her watching WSOP. And at the same time, it's just like, I just got fucked in everything.
0: I, I literally had, I, we, were, we had just like gotten uh, past the reentry period. And I had 100 blinds, 140 blinds, and like 70 blinds in the three events that I was left in. And within minutes, I, I had lost 150 blind pot, 150 blind pot, and 100 blind pot on all th- like, in all three. And I suddenly am like 20 blinds effective in all three. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I thought it did
1: really, really good. Little, Most of the time. Little did you know, Jenna was sitting there on her couch with a fucking glass of wine and yeah. her fucking laptop watching. <laughs> yeah, it just kept
0: giving me sets, and they were no good, and people were flopping flushes and straights. And Are you winning, son? <laughs> all kinds of weird shit. I got a little greedy. I don't know. Maybe I got greedy. I, three, or I bet three times and then called a jam on an ace-high monotone board. Yeah,
2: he had a flush.
0: Yeah, he had nuts. hmm I uh, had middle set. No, thought maybe he might be bluffing. No, <laughs> seemed like a good time. You no. know when I bet twenty blinds on the river and he jams for eighty. Seems like a good time to just have the king of hearts. But uh, he had it with the ten of hearts.
2: He did have the king of
0: hearts. He just yeah. had an extra one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah one so you're another right. It. Yeah, it was, I, being half right is uh, worthless.
2: Yeah it, yeah, it was not to nothing. It
0: was nuts
2: and nothing. Because nothing would be just sticking ours. <laughs> That's true.
0: Um, so, yeah, we will uh, – we're actually going to dissect that Live at the Bike session tomorrow mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. live on our Discord channel. Uh, again, hit hashtag Discord if you guys are interested in joining and watching Landon and I. Uh, go through that. We're gonna do the monthly mastermind on that session. Um, it's probably gonna be a lot more hands that I wasn't involved in than hands that I was because there were a lot of really straightforward decisions in the ones that I was at least the bigger pots.
2: Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice, honestly, when you just like play big pots and you know that you're at certain portions of range and you know that okay, I'm supposed to I have to buff this one, right. I have to call this one. And it's a lot nicer when you just have the knots. you like, I get the value bet this one multiple times and then call a jam. Yeah. So you did good. You did good, Matt. You had it.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: I'm excited for that. I don't think I watched. I don't think I saw one hand that you played this week. No, you did well. But maybe you know, tune in. It's
2: be some see see Berkey run like God. It's going to be a pretty cool structure, right? Like, I mean, we intended on us like sitting here. It's
0: get, well, it's going to be dope. So I think the way we're going to do it is Landon and I are going to sit in the seats that we're in right now, uh, and we are going to set up um, Discord. Why are we stuck on LaMana? He's not talking. What? <laughs> we're because want to see the We're going to set it up uh, similar to like running the podcast style in Discord. So uh, Guapo will just like switch back and forth between Land and I when we're talking, and then we'll cut to the game footage whenever we are actually bringing it up. Uh, I think the big thing that I'll have to adjust is uh, kind of having a secondary overlay yeah. so that the hand is always visible. Uh-huh. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I can uh, conquer that in we, the next... Uh, we
1: can figure that out.
0: Wait, what's going on? Christian wants to call in.
1: No, he's talking about for tomorrow he wants to do this. He wants to break oh. down. He wants to break down the hands that you played on Live at the Oh, perfect.
0: Absolutely. You can do it, and then I can skip. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. well, you and Landon can fucking do it. That'd no, be awesome. I was going to skip. You and, you and Christian can talk about it. You're the one that played the hands. But yeah. Well, well, no, my hands aren't going to be the interesting ones. It's going to be all the other ones. You're very interested. Hmm.
1: Only hands that are interested are David's.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's some reg battling going on. I think there's some like four and five bet spots that are, are kind of cool to look at. Um, some yeah, as far as like post flop stuff goes, it's uh, going to be less me and more like Matsu Sue and Oaken. Oaken was in every fucking pot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you guys want to check that out, uh, that mastermind tomorrow, uh, it'll be at 6 p.m. Pacific live in our Discord channel. Be sure to head over there, hit hashtag Discord in the chat if you need that link. Uh, finally, um, new Poker Out Loud is out today. That's up on our site. I believe this is episode three of the season eight. Uh, the lineup still includes myself, Landon, Christian, K-Rab, Shuan Lu. Shout out to Shuan Lu, Final tabled the Poker Masters 10K. Well, She will begin that stream today at 4 p.m. Good luck to her. Uh, she's there with a couple legends Sidell, I believe Hendrix is chip leading <clears throat> uh, as well as Victoria
2: Victoria's in the too. your, your hiking best, uh, mentor my hiking mentor um, and trainer
0: and trainer yeah uh, also in that season is uh, Michael Acevedo and am I forgetting somebody me you Jin- Christian Schwan Jin- K-Rab Jin, right? oh yeah Ginge Poker Richard he hasn't played a hand yet so I forgot about him yeah there. he's in the two fucking nit
3: yeah, he comes yeah. in sometime around. No, he tried to play eleven hands. or twelve. Yeah, he did try. To, he he
0: tried to open. He, he tried to raise back. four bet the queen nine suit. Yeah, him. he
2: four bet the queen queen nine or queen eight. One of those. It was queen nine.
0: Christian stuffed it on him. Yeah, he had the ace queen though. You know he's a nit too. <laughs> we get to call him that whenever he's. Yeah, here. you jammed.
2: Yeah. Uh, you jammed the eights on Schwan when she was out of line with the ace. Oh, ten. that hand, man! I didn't know what to do. I know you're like, well, I guess I'm just gonna go all in and hope that you, she doesn't just have like. Looking back on it, facts. it's like
0: the jam seems so egregious, but like. What other option do I have so so is ace 10 off but you know yeah you you gotta love it she there was a little face equity going on there I'm just like she is getting a little out of line she's
2: a face player we've talked about this mm-hmm. she wants to do face.
0: you know what so am I you really need a
2: uh, spoiler alert for these uh, comments
0: oh this is last week's <laughs> oh, okay so if you're not caught up by now this is on you guapo uh, this week's I haven't watched yet so I'm not sure what uh what hands take place but yeah New episode out today, Uh, you can hit hashtag S4Y to get the uh, membership sign up if you're not already a member of Solve4Y TV. You can also get a free two-week trial if you just want to check out some Poker Out Loud and see if you enjoy it. All right, let's get to the shits. First and foremost, uh, let's talk about poker stars. So, uh, to kind of set this up a little bit, we saw during, was it Venom? What? That ACR decided to punt it was not the, the Venom.
2: It was it was a, something big. It was
0: a six thirty two oh, million. Oh, it was the uh what's the boss series? Yeah, it was a, it
2: was a six thirty two million.
0: Yeah, okay. So uh recently we saw ACR uh effectively um punt on a two million dollar guarantee where they had to issue refunds. I believe they were in day two maybe, or they were going into day two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like one day one left to play or something like that. And yeah. they had to cancel the event. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's one of those things where at first it wasn't handled all that well because they didn't really make a statement as to how they were going to compensate or like what the plan of attack was. And it didn't seem all that transparent. Eventually uh, guru and a few other pros kind of came forward and said like, this is the way it's going to be compensated. We think this is more than fair. And I tended to, to agree. Um, you know, we do have to kind of be mindful of the fact that this shit happens. And in that rant, I kind of said, you know, Stars never has this problem.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Are you the black cloud? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Insert two weeks later. Maybe. Uh,
0: big shout out to Damon Silks uh, for signing up as a member. Uh, so, yeah, here we are now on main event Sunday for PokerStars WCOOP. And they put out an announcement, we are extremely sorry, but we had to cancel all tournaments currently running. With prizes awarded in accordance to our tournament cancellation policy, this will be done with with our policy, which you can find here. They link it. They also included a screenshot of it in that same thread. Right. So I will say before we get moving, uh, Nick Petrangelo had uh, a very apt message with regard to this. (laughs)
2: W Coop main Sunday. Biggest
3: Sunday of the year. So excited to be playing today. Can't wait.
2: Good luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. I, honestly, I, I need, please. I need the backstory behind that video. Uh,
0: Okay, so... That video was made in 2016, and that's just (laughs) Nick at his finest, to be quite frank. Um, That's peak Petrangelo. It was was peak poker Twitter of positivity, where everybody that was traveling for WCube... Basically... Everyone was pads in 2016. Okay. Hashtag was, never yeah. miss a Sunday. Hashtag positivity. Hashtag this week is me. Hashtag GL everyone. Yeah. Hashtag find my grind. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody's on it. It was like find my grind. WCoop main event Sunday. I'm so excited to be playing. Woo. Like, that was the tone of every fucking oh, was tweet. It? And yeah. Nick is just a realist, man. It's just. Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> You're all gonna lose. Man, they look like they look like a,
2: that was like peak mizreg. Yeah, that was like a Ms. Reg m- mm-hmm. mentality there. The
0: irony yeah. is like that was right as he broke into the exactly. No, <laughs>
2: that's what makes it even like even greater. It's yeah, like, he
0: had just like really made a name for himself at that point. Right, it's a like guy who's really good is just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hate to be the one to dash all your dreams, but right. none of you are fucking winning. It's gonna be some random no name from a country that you've never heard of. Yeah, shipping two point two million dollars. Is that
3: <laughs> video inspired
2: by Dana O'Brien
0: It seems like it would be. That is very much an Uncle Dan video for sure. Oh my
2: god, we need it we need Um, an Uncle Dan remake.
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh but the the aptness of that video is very relevant to yesterday, not just because Poker Stars crashes during the W Coupe, but because it crashes on a Sunday that is their main event. Right. So uh it really was the downer to uh to a big grind and I think that they're very aware of it. You know, they put out some public statements saying like they understand uh how important this day is in the poker calendar, they know their place in, in, in the space and everything else. I think messaging wise they handled it incredibly well. Uh I think the fact that they already had precedent set or protocols in place for how to deal with these mm-hmm. uh uh type of failings is basically what we were criticizing about ACR. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, It's very important for us to know what happens now. Um, so they basically have three ways of dealing with this. They have roll back, roll forward, and uh, roll forward in the money. So roll back is uh, in the case where uh, the tournament is in its early stages or has not started, everybody just receives a refund. Um, roll forward is when a tournament has already begun uh, but players are not yet in the money. Players are refunded their tournament buy-in um, as well as their knockout bounty, if appropriate. And the remaining prize pool is d- divided among the remaining players. So they basically get a chip chop. Uh, half of the remaining prize pool is spread evenly with the other half distributed according to chip counts. Uh, so it's actually not a chip chop. It's, it's kind of like a hybrid chip chop, ICM chop kind of thing. Um, but basically, you know, at that point, if you're still in the event, you're going to get a premium on uh, your stack to some degree. Uh, Roll forward is everybody's in the money already. If the tournaments are canceled where players are already in the money, players are refunded their tournament fee, knockout bounty if appropriate, uh, and then each player receives the minimum prize not yet awarded at the time of cancellation with the remaining prize pool distributed according to chip counts at the time of cancellation. So that's just pure ICM, right? Uh, So everybody is guaranteed ICM for their stack, uh, which is really nice if you're chip leading, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and when I say really nice, I mean, it's like the best outcome that you could possibly get from something like this, but also this is just like a really fair way of dealing with this, uh, type of situation. And there are unforeseeable events. Obviously this isn't going to happen very often live, but you know, (laughs) we saw something happen this summer where it could have been a thing, right? The massive stampede at the WSOP. If that actually had been some sort of an emergency that carried over to the next day, we probably would have seen just a pure cancellation and, uh, you know, I don't know what they would have done because I seems a lot more difficult in a spot where chips are scattered all over the fucking floor. Everyone just says I
1: was
2: the chip leader.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. I was still in. What are you guys talking yeah. about? Right,
0: yeah. Yeah,
3: it would have been a nightmare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a nightmare uh, regardless. Right. I what? imagine it would be incredibly difficult to verify if people had busted or not. Yeah. Uh, right. who what stack
1: five or six minutes before that all happened right. you know, I was still in the tournament by everybody's mean <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so that's tough um, and you know with online it's like servers overload it's the biggest Sunday of the the fall I'm sure that had something to do with it it seems like they just had no way of getting around the technical difficulties um, so where this is very unfortunate uh, I do believe that it was handled pretty well uh, it seems as though they're back up and running WCOOP is moving along I would be curious as to why they can't reschedule um so i don't understand why they wouldn't just make the main event next sunday uh especially because i think the people who were most disappointed were the saturday winners, winners. Yeah. there was a lot of people talking on twitter uh where they're relatively low average buy-in and they found a way either into the main or they were deep in another w event that was about to wrap and they had their first shot at like i think one guy was like one of 12 uh and he's like about to win my first w and uh, this happens, like, please say anything. so just delay it or whatever. You know these are big achievements, uh, and sometimes once in- a- career type achievements for, for these online grinders. So uh, it would be I guess I get it from a logistical standpoint. It's difficult to take whatever is already in existence and somehow move it into a new, uh, a, a new tournament in the client. But uh, for like the main, which sure it had already started and sure it had already canceled, and, and you paid people out. Um, you could just run it back, and you know for the Sadie winners who have been paid now, not all of them are going to take the opportunity to play, but some of them are now liquid and would probably happily play. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, there's a reason why I'm not the head of a, of a site. Yeah. I this, think most of the SaDI
1: winners will happily take 10K
0: yeah i think so too well it depends it depends where you're at you know there are a lot of guys who are probably like pretty rolled uh maybe not to play a 10k but maybe to be playing like up to 3ks something like that and then they win a seat uh, and it's like okay this is like a small shot for me not Mm -hmm. a massive shot shot. yeah it's tough it's
2: tough to make those decisions is like what's the best way to go about canceling a tournament right you you don't want enters the tournament with the expectation that it's going to get canceled
0: yeah, yeah. There was, uh, there was other discussion too. Uh, it kind of creates like this messy response where, uh, you know, a lot of action gets sold for these things. Uh, <clears throat> yep. And uh, Hans was tweeting that he bought somebody at 1.1 markup. Yeah. And they had like more than starting stack when it got canceled two hours in and they were refunded like 11K or something like that. Yeah. And he is basically polling Twitter <laughs> saying, like, should I have to pay markup? I would say no. Right. I mean, that's kind of the <laughs> the instinct. Um, but... Yeah, because I feel like if he had lost...
2: And they gave him back eight or whatever?
0: Yeah, it would be like insane. Well, they, he could never get less than the buy-in. Because the tournament had already started.
2: Yeah, I honestly... I don't know, man. When we talk about business decisions and stuff, I'm not, like, the greatest because I would just be, like, in good faith. Like, I'm not going to take markup from you for It's kind of weird, right? Because it's, you like,
0: know? the fact that he was still in the event almost warrants the markup. Because, like, some percentage yeah. of people busted and, yeah. and they got nothing. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe you just chop it?
0: Yeah. That, that, that kind of seems fair.
2: Chop, I don't know. Like, whatever. I would work it out with the person that took action. It's like, hey, like, I'm, as long as you got something... Do you think it's fair? Like, I'm game for whatever. It's yeah. Just, it's just one tournament, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, fun. yeah, I, I think that this is one of those things where everybody was incredibly disappointed because of the magnitude of yeah. how big of a Sunday it was. But uh, as far as, like, a, an American who wasn't planning on playing and, like, paying attention to the landscape, mm-hmm. uh, I saw it as being handled really well from a PR standpoint. I thought stars did a great job messaging. I thought it was very clear and concise, the actions that they planned to take. And I thought their ambassadors also did a great job jumping on and uh relaying the message out to the community yeah Uh, i saw grafton um was it grafton or was it uh hmm maybe it was lex Mm -hmm. i think it was lex uh just did a live stream to explain what the ramifications were and like what the recourse would be and things of that nature yeah so like that's why you have ambassadors right? like to educate the market to to keep your community feeling safe and understanding that like you know shit does happen but as a business we're going to do the best we possibly can to ensure the integrity of everything and that uh yep. you know in the future nothing nothing like this is going to be thought of as a shady endeavor and i think that that's like the big dis- difference between acr is that they don't do themselves any favors by not kind of speaking out on this stuff when it happens. I think at first they kind of just like want to brush it under the rug and make it go away. And they just put out like a one-liner where it's just like, uh, sorry, we had, to event, we, had, we had to cancel event number 16. And like, that's it. And then people come out with outrage and say like, what the fuck do you mean you have to cancel it? Like, what are you going to do to compensate us? Like, there's still another day one to run. Why can't you get this fixed? And everyone wants transparency and answers. Uh, and then, you know, it slowly comes out. It's so much better to just like coordinate your messaging and get it all out at once. Good.
1: Sorry, for what it's worth, um, Sam tweeted yesterday that everyone will be compensated and the world championship will be scheduled. Oh, okay, so they are yeah. going to redo Good. the main event. That's what Sam. Wrote yeah, that's yesterday. smart. Okay. I mean,
0: it's too big of an event to just yeah. like wipe off the schedule. I think. Uh, and also, you just made a bunch of people liquid, right? So uh, you know, to that point. Uh, they have more time now to run satellites to get those people back in. Some of the SATI winners will just fire.
1: And people are just looking forward to this all year long. Like this is right. people's main event. Like they just the guys the way we look for the forward to the WSOP ten K, they yeah. look forward to this.
3: Yeah. It's like the biggest online event.
0: Yeah, year. I I will say, uh I would like to I would like to find some fault in all of this, because when shit like this happens, it feels inexcusable. Yeah. But what I realize is that I'm just sensitive to how it's handled. Uh, I don't care when shit gets messed up. I only care about like how it's handled. Everything's mm-hmm. going to get
1: right. messed up from time to time. That's the thing. That's yeah. the reason why. Like, yeah. This shit's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that that's, that's largely true. Uh, and that kind of carries me into the biggest... Hmm. Okay. Well, this person is not in the know. Anyway, that, that, that kind of carries me to the bigger story today uh, as far as like handling things and, uh, and talking about it. Uh, this mm-hmm. past weekend, uh, you know, we have a lot of friends in Texas. Apparently, there was a robbery uh, in the Lodge parking lot. Uh, it was during daytime, which is even more wild. Uh, And, you know, this is something that we've talked about a lot when it comes to these Texas card houses and uh, operating high stakes games in a mall storefront. Uh, It's very problematic, right? So, uh, the the biggest, well, not the biggest thing. Like, obviously, there's a litany of reasons that uh, this is troubling, right? One being that Texas Poker is already. Kind of suffering a lot of litigation issues uh they're I, th- I believe they're being heard in court again over the dallas jurisdiction that's True. so uh you know uh, texas card house in dallas is like going to be under scrutiny again is whether or not they can even operate yep. and then that's going to set a further precedent of whether or not more people can move in and i know doug and the lodge were are probably looking at T- dallas as a potential landing spot so uh Safety and security has been the thing that I've been harping on the most about uh, the Texas card houses. And we've been mostly focused on Houston because that's where a lot of the criminal activity seems to have been taking place. But the thing I always mentioned was, let's not forget that 3 Bet Panda got shot in the parking lot of uh, TCH Austin, right? Like this shit happens. And what ultimately ends up coming out usually is that the security guard's just in on it. It's an inside job because... The level of security is one layer, and there's no other, uh, like, fail safe put into place to ensure that you can't just have somebody dirty working for you. Okay. And the fact of the matter is, like, that security guard is going to be expensive, and some of them are going to do a fantastic job, like the guy who, who attempted to disarm, although. <laughs> that may have gotten a little reckless considering shots rang out in the actual uh gambling hall was that legends i believe in houston yeah so uh for those of you who don't remember that story we covered it earlier this year where a guy burst in with an ak tried to rob the cage and the security guard went rogue and just like (laughs) fought him to the ground while shots rang out uh luckily nobody was hurt um but you know that that's that's an issue in and of itself right of course uh what I want to speak to more though is like the actual player safety because what's happening in Texas is it's becoming this breeding ground for it's almost like the wild wild west right I was
3: going to say it's like the old days of the of poker in Texas when Doyle was but
0: but, but the difference is is that it's no longer underground right it's right yeah. out in the open right and it's being heavily advertised so uh you know Christian it, had made a lot of good points. I wish he was able to call in today. Uh, I would have liked to have heard from his voice. But he released a statement. He did. And Conrad, our hood lawyer, is going to read <laughs> said statement.
1: These companies, in this case, the LODs, are profiting off the backs of the players with streams. Somehow, we've allowed ourselves to become the customers and the labor all in one. Once gifted this, Lodge can't put together a security team to take care of their clientele, let alone their VIPs. Don't get it twisted. High stake pros are VIPs to these rooms, providing a high level of liquidity to the operation. Now on top of that, we have to have, have this hush-hush environment from the old school days where we don't talk about these things because we are afraid of scaring away the recreational players. It's a toxic culture and opens up, to the, pro, opens up the pros to continue to get robbed and scammed over and over. We, as the players, are stupid, yeah, sorry. We as players are stupid. Keep getting got, both by the companies and the outside forces. And at a minimum, should have taken a page of what hap- what full, t- full Tilt did right: start our own shit, take market share, and compensate our own people. No one is coming to save us. We we sell in our likeness for free and risking all our s- our safety. We max stupid right now as a whole. <laughs> max stupid. <laughs> if they want to treat us this way, no problem. Let's start seeing what the marketing budget is, what the cost per acquisition is. And we need a piece or we need to start our own shit. We get robbed and show up the next day. They put us on and they put us on a thumbnail. Three other words. I'm not going to say. Yeah. So, (laughs)
0: uh, so I I actually like think his points are really spot on in all of this. uh, And it, it creates uh, a multi-layer framework for the, for the discussion at hand. So first and foremost, I think uh, what he mentions that is most critical to this is that there's just no response, right? So nobody went public with this story, which means that the Lodge just lawyers up and just stays quiet. Uh, there's no way you'll hear a peep from from Doug or from ownership, I would imagine, uh, because this just, A, reflects very poorly on them, but B, I'm sure that they have some level of liability or responsibility to patrons in the parking lot area, like I don't know where their property line ends, right? Mm-hmm. Like where does this responsibility end? Um, and that aspect of it is alarming to me. Why? Why is this so hush hush? Why is nobody talking about the fact that there was an armed robbery in a parking lot outside of uh, outside of the biggest uh, gambling hall in Austin? And the answer is obvious. You don't want to scare the wrecks away, right? Which is so bad because what you're really saying is you don't want to scare away tourism. Because the locals know.
1: Yeah, all the locals know.
0: Right? They all know, and they're either okay with the risk, like what we saw in Houston, where they just show. I mean, they kept playing after the fucking guy got arrested. <laughs> yeah. Right? They just, like, shuffled up and dealed, or dealt. Uh, so it's like the locals are already in the know. You're not protecting it from, from local uh, hearsay or, or rumor mills. I, it got back to us very quickly. You know, because we have a, a lot of contacts and friends there. Yeah. Uh, what you don't want is national coverage of this. You don't want people in Vegas who can't beat the two five games here, but are willing to go play, uh, you know, t- two five match stack in Texas uh, once a month because they're trying to bolster the bankroll t- type of stuff. You don't want them to hear about it and then be weary of going. You don't want the LA wrecks and regs to pass on a traveling trip to Austin. You don't want the vloggers to stop coming to your, to your establishment. And you probably also don't want to deal with like the public aspect of Nimi, Owen, and Polk being such big figureheads in the community, having to answer for this type of behavior that's quite frankly predictable.
1: Yes. Yeah. I kind of agree. Um, but what can they say or what can they do for a lot of these?
0: well as as far as like a statement after the fact
1: um a statement and moving forward
0: yeah so i think the statement begins with a being very sensitive to the issue uh i i don't think that they're necessarily wrong for being quiet i think that it just alludes to a deeper issue at at hand for everybody mm -hmm. and it also strikes me as odd that nobody who's a regular there is speaking out like when shit goes wrong online All the regs come out. When shit goes wrong on ACRs, you know, everybody is just fucking blasting them, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, When shit goes wrong at Paris Bally's during the World Series, Kessler and all the mouthpieces of of the poker community are out here with a megaphone.
1: So, so like, in this situation, this is only going to really affect the 1025 plus um, community in Texas, kind of? No. It doesn't, but it does.
0: I think it affects everybody.
1: Well, the people that are getting targeted for robberies and oh, stuff. Oh, yes, yes. The people
0: all, who get robbed are the higher-stake players. all stream
1: people and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, So, like, when it comes down to it, it's really, like, just, you're talking to them. You're talking to that part, that community. And they might not want to speak out because there is a seat
0: thing. Right, it hurts their bottom line. Yeah. Uh, they don't want, you're right, they don't want mid to high stakes to disappear mm-hmm. because now as professionals, how do you make your living? Yeah. Right, which means that they've they've personally accepted the risk but they're also now shirking that risk onto anybody who's not in the know that's willing to come. It would be the same like there was never a statement made uh, by Prime over the cheating allegations that uh, you know Landon uh, kind of suffered through in that game. Yeah. That was never spoken about publicly either until Justin Hammer had left and was willing to kind of uh, divulge a little bit of like what he saw when he was working on property. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's like this black eye th- behavior of like, Brush it under the rug because if nobody catches wind of it, then it won't be spoken of publicly.
2: Yeah. Do you think that alerting the customers, like let's say Lodge puts out a statement, mm-hmm. it kind of, could it create effective hysteria where it's like, oh no, like I'm open to the risk of being robbed or whatever. Yeah. You well, see what I'm saying? Well, their
0: customers should know that risk now because right. they, I mean, that, that's going to, everybody who's local is going to catch wind of this I right mean,
1: not for nothing they knew this risk for a very long sure, time Sure, but when they, it
0: happens now you know it can happen to you
1: well it's just gonna start again like it just it, it that shock hits you again yeah. it could happen because this happens every few months in texas yes. yes like i heard a couple stories today two of them where two of the big stream players in san antonio got robbed um literally waiting at people waiting at their house like one oh, they got tailed one possibly could have got followed home and then at the, the neighborhood gate, they mm-hmm. got um, their Uber jumped. Mm-hmm. And the other one, they were waiting at um, dude's house.
0: So the, there was like some sort of intimate knowledge there.
1: Yeah, so yeah. They, they probably knew a little bit. Um, 3 bit Panda got shot in the parking lot, walking out. And like, so a lot of these robberies aren't always on like, on property. And it's kind of... There has to be some type of checklist for players in their own mind.
0: Okay, so yeah, th- this is kind of a side convo. It doesn't really necessarily just apply to uh, the Texas landscape. It mm-hmm. applies all across the board. If you're playing reasonably high stakes and you're not protecting yourself accordingly, I wrote a blog about this. I'll see if I can find it. I wrote it like, man, it must have been in 2010 uh, when Josh got followed home and robbed in his garage. Yeah, uh, There was like a, a string of those. It was during the Bellagio Bandit time Uh, He also robbed somebody in the stairwell of the golden nugget and like the shit was happening. Right. And you know, we were hyper aware of it because we were playing in games where like cash played and you know, you, you go from room to room and you can't keep a box everywhere because you're playing basically with your whole bankroll at a lot of, or not, not playing with your whole bankroll, but like
1: you're you're working bankrolls on you.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, I became hyper aware of this and I changed all of my protocols very, very quickly I stop keeping any money at the house at all. Like never do I have a cent. I'm cashless when it comes to being home. I don't have anything precious there at all. I have have, uh, uh, safety deposit boxes everywhere, right? So it's like, first and foremost, uh, and this speaks more so to if you're gambling in casinos, but like get a box. No matter where it is that you play, just get a box. Even if you only play there randomly on occasion, get a box. Because there's going to be a time where you play a big game and you don't want to leave with those chips, right? So just get a box, leave them there. Uh, even if just here, here's the thing if you're playing an off off the cuff like not the Aria not the Bellagio not the win you're playing like say MGM just randomly gets a 50-100 off right and I go there and play everyone's gonna know about that mm-hmm. way more so than a 50-100 popped off at Aria right because that's just commonplace at Aria it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. so what ends up happening is these like random games that pop up on, on uh, sites that aren't common to hosting them they get cased because people are posting on social, uh, the rumor mill flies, and it just gets out there that you know, there's a bunch of money in a room that's less secure or less uh, accustomed to handling this type of stuff, right? I mean, this has a happened, box, to a, right?
2: this yeah. happened to a rapper named PNB Rock, where he was out. and he got like, killed, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, was with, he was with his uh, significant other, and she posted
1: their location. Mm-hmm. And from that, people came up. You it, it's coming back that that wasn't it. They were, they, he was going to get hit anyway, apparently. But, um, but yeah. just in the sense of, like,
2: having locations up and, like, posting things when big things sort of happen, it's open to being seen by
1: the wrong people. In a better way, that happened to Pop Smoke, where he posted a package mm-hmm. on fucking, on the internet. Yeah. You know, like of something that got mailed to him. Oh, he doxed L- himself? In L.A. Yeah. And then, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, people were in the house. Yeah. Jeez. So. Yeah, you have to be sharp, obviously. Uh, but
0: anyway, the, the point I was trying to make, like, when you're playing these off-property sites... Uh, if the place is getting cased like that, they're not trying, they're not going to steal your chips while you're in the game, obviously. Right. Uh, and, and they're not trying to kidnap you and have you come back at gunpoint and go into your box. They're just trying to find the people who are dumb enough to leave with cash in hand. Right. So you just get a box, you stuff those chips in said box. And then return somewhere down the line, days later, weeks later, months later, whenever you have to recover the money, right. and you just do so. And there are a million different ways also to recover the money in a safer way. You can have it wired to yourself if you're worried about like you know keeping it off the books for whatever reason. You can get it exchanged into other chips, uh, and uh, you know if you're at like an MGM property, you can keep it on your bank account or, or on your player account and that's good for all MGM properties. So if I'm playing it at, at, at MGM and I want Aria chips, I can just put it on my player's account at MGM and go take it out at Aria. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. So like anytime you're playing in like properties that that have crossover, I'm not sure if it works across the country. Like I don't know if Win Boston will communicate the player account to win Las Vegas. Probably
1: not. I, I would
0: say probably I would think that. it's more likely they would Cause, than cause not. Because I
1: know MGM and um, DC wouldn't take
0: chips. They won't cash it. the chips, but that doesn't mean that they like wouldn't necessarily wire. facilitate a yeah. wire. right? Yeah. Uh So you have to be sharp about all this stuff, right? Like if you're playing with real money, this happened to us in Houston. We played uh, a live stream game at Champions. We're playing 100-200, and there's like, you know, with Perkins in the game and, and myself and Darren Elias, a bunch of big names playing with a bunch of cash. There's half a million on the table. Yeah. Right. What an easy spot if you're not smart enough to get a box there, which we all were, right? Like Perkins didn't because he never plays at that place. So what does he end up doing? He just leaves a hundred thousand with me and says, I'll get it later. Take care of this. And it's like, okay, I can because I have a box, but like I would never take on this responsibility if I had to leave property with this money. Right. Of course. I'm just a mark right so it's like uh you want to be smart about it you want to be sharp obviously there's some inside knowledge here because why this guy how did they know that he left because for what it's worth i've been invited to that lodge game multiple times and every time i immediately reply with i don't feel safe to uh play a high stakes game in texas period
1: yeah let's talk about the security it's usually two to three guards i believe Mm -hmm. and like you have to ask them to, like, walk you out or something like that. Which they have no problem, too, but you have to do it. Yeah. And, like... A lot of people just won't. Yeah, like, yeah, poker players I'm, aren't doing that shit. Like, you right. win, you lose, you just fucking... Yeah. Like, your adrenaline's rushing, you just walk out mm-hmm. the door. Right. You know? And, like, the people that are getting attacked, it seems like, all on streams. Like, yeah. this yeah. um I guy. think the more this
3: happens... Like, yeah, sure, it is kind of under wraps, but the more it happens, it's gonna... People... We're gonna, we're gonna talk about it, right? And people are gonna know. So, I think the house... They have to do something. They have to reassure their players that that they're safe when they play. Right? Yeah,
2: there's a lot of due diligence too, as mm-hmm. what you're kind of alluding to, Matt. Yeah. Um, when it comes to being responsible with a bunch of money, playing higher stakes games, and it's not that it's the call it players. There's no like, fault here, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's definitely precautions and things that a player, in their own right, can think about as to do i want to walk out with this money what are the risks where Mm -hmm. can i put the money otherwise what are the situations here in these spots instead of just doing your thing playing your game and walking out the door because that's kind of ignorant in that regard yeah
1: yeah but also like even past that like sometimes you don't you can't put the money anywhere and you have to bring the money with you like you should have your own safety uh security measures like going home just like checking your your blind spots, checking behind you, like as you're pulling in, like down your block or something, or close to your house. Yeah. Like there should be a lot of checkpoints poker mm-hmm. players should take.
0: Yeah, I'm. A, I agree. Well, yeah. So that's what I was trying to get to. Like, uh, when I was being asked to play this game, I would always reply with, "I don't feel secure," and I was always told, "Well, we'll facilitate uh crypto and crypto out type of transfers. Uh, we'll make sure that like you're cashless, basically." Uh, and we have lock boxes on property. So it's like all of that's great. I still passed because uh, one, I just didn't think the the games were worth traveling for. But two, uh, if crypto in, crypto out isn't an option, which I don't always necessarily want to do that, then it becomes a challenge of uh, like, let's say that, um, you know, I, I, I send crypto there. And want to take like cash out, or or I want to. I would rather get a wire, but they can't facilitate it, right? That type of thing. Mm -hmm. What ends up happening is my last day there, I'm now a mark because I have to leave property with money. It's impossible Mm -hmm. not to, right? And as far as the security guard stuff goes, like yeah, Conrad's right. You have to ask them for their services, but also on top of that, a people during the daytime are going to be less likely to lean into that. That's not even a thought, right? It's it's an afterthought. Mm -hmm. B uh, oftentimes what ends up being discovered is that the security guards are in on this stuff, right? So it's like, from what I understand, security is very expensive. Like the cost of getting a good security guard is pricey. It's like- it's like 15 to
1: $20 an hour. I heard There's like upwards more. of 50. Well, yeah, actually, you're probably right with a weapon. It's probably at least 25. Right,
0: but the thing is, is even if you're paying $50 an hour, the running joke in all of Texas is you're overpaying to get to get yourself robbed
1: yeah. because
0: I, the vast majority of them are just- Basically teaming up with people who are willing to do these quick hits and pick up, you know, a, a year's salary yeah. in one fell swoop. I
1: would say that security guards could most likely be more in on the parking lot robberies. Yeah, yeah, Just exactly. Like, hey, yeah, outside.
0: Yeah, maybe less so like when they actually break into the place. Yeah. Uh, especially because I would imagine the whole purpose of security is not to protect the cage. Yeah. Right? Like you're supposed to, uh, at least at the casinos, they're insured. So the whole idea is to de-escalate. You don't care if you get robbed. Right. Uh, you just don't want anybody to get hurt. For these places, that's probably not true, though.
1: Yeah, I wonder.
0: <laughs> there's, no fucking, there's no fucking way they're insured. The FDIC is not like, oh, you guys are running an illegal gambling yeah. shop? Like, sure. We'll, we'll insure you up to $4 million. Like, no big deal. So there's so much liability on the table. and And this is the bigger point that Christian made that I really want to hone in on. We're being exploited on top of that, right? All of these places exist to be stream houses, yeah. right? The, the best advertising funnel that they all have created are their YouTube channels. The Lodge YouTube channel has doubled ours in less than a year. They're putting on daily streams and they, you know, to Christian's point, and this is, uh, this is kind of to speak to all of streaming culture for what it's worth. Uh, the players are the ones who are being exploited. They're both the customer and the product right and they're just not getting any level of compensation while taking on asymmetric risk in the process they're risking their own money in game they're risking their own money walking into property off of property uh you know there's just a ton of liability they're also entrusting in these houses to be secure enough to pay them back and we've seen that uh, house of cards fall already with the johnny chan club right where you know one day it's just locked and you have no way of getting any money back out. Um, there's nothing secure about poker in Texas, right? The yeah. only thing that is understandably good is that there's a high interest for the game and a lot of money. And that's the only reason people are so hush-hush about this. It's the reason why they don't want us to talk about this. It's the reason why we don't, they don't want us to paint Texas in a negative light. And like, I get it. But like, I was critical of the California rooms whenever the Postal situation happened. These streams were not fucking secure, period, right? And there wasn't really any other streams. Uh, at that point, Texas was too new. They, they, they weren't streaming yet. So it was just the Cali places. It was Stones. It was Live at the Bike at the time, uh, as well as um, this was right before Hustler had begun. So it's like, I know what software you guys are using. It's the same we use with the train, and I know that Andrew never built that for, uh, for, for an operator purpose, right? There, there's no business suite edition of Poker GFX. Yeah. It has all these back doors and ways that make it massively insecure. And when that's the case, I was very critical of everybody who continued to operate. Like, how can you continue to operate without changing? And I remember mm-hmm. at the time, I was asked to go like, walk through a room. And give my stamp of approval that they were doing things on the up and up. And I was like, you would have to pay me infinite (laughs) to do that. Because I already know what system you're using and I can't sign off on that. Like, it's just not going to be as secure as you believe it to be. Either because you don't know of the ways that it's insecure. Or you're just like willfully ignoring it. Right? But in any event, uh, I was hypercritical with that. For the same reason that I'm now being hypercritical of Texas. These places are not secure. You're gambling in a fucking bingo hall in the middle of a mall parking lot. They're streaming it live for the world to see mm-hmm. where they can keep tabs and tallies on how much money is in play at all times in basically real time.
1: I kind of want to push back and say nothing is secure. Go on. Like I know people that, are, that were like personally know people that was robbed and shot inside like the Tasma hall parking lot in Atlantic city. Like people like, Robberies happen ev- everywhere, and like even like these parking lots and casinos, they're not safe. Well, like a lot of these, nothing's like, foolproof. Though that, that's the thing; nothing's foolproof. Things will happen, but I think what you you
3: want to do is limit the, the right limit the crime as much as possible by putting course. protocols in place, by you know doing things, having se- security that's not on the take, and all the, all these kind of things. Right? Yeah, that- o-
0: almost almost nothing. Almost nothing could happen to you in a casino that would, uh, that would put your money or person in harm's way. Because you're insured, kind of. Uh, well, sort of. Uh, I, like, basically, robbers don't want chips is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Right? If they're going to steal chips, they're going to take it from the cage. They're not going to come walk up on you and take your stack out of a ten-twenty game. Right. Yeah, so, I,
3: I feel very safe when I'm inside a casino. Yeah,
0: rightfully like, so. Right, like yeah. look, like, the Bellagio has been hit like five times in the mm. last ten years. And never once has a poker player lost any money over it. Now there have been incidences of like anecdotal things where you as the player have to protect yourself. So like I know Bellagio, and this might be uniform rule in all casinos, but like Bellagio is not responsible for your chips at the table and not responsible for the chips on you when you walk away from the table. So it was always this catch-22 of, like, if you go take a piss and you have big chips at the table, are you better served to leave them there and hope nobody (laughs) walks by and scoops them? Or are you better to put them in your pocket and hope you don't get a brick upside the head in the bathroom? (laughs) And both of those things have happened in the past. yeah. Right? So there is some risk, obviously, to playing, but there's also this element of it's very fucking hard to cash a 5K chip. Right? It's very difficult. The, the, the barrier that. Especially if you're the Venetian. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so the barrier for the thieves is much greater and the risk is also much higher because these are legitimized businesses that are recognized by a gaming board and will persecute people who are cut, right? Um, whenever this shit happens at the lodge, it's the equivalent of a 7 Eleven being robbed. And you know the police response isn't going to be all that high, and the the punishment isn't the likelihood of being caught is obviously low, and then the punishment isn't going to be the same as like grand larceny.
1: I mean, I, I think the likelihood of these people getting caught are like you know, it's it's near zero. Literally,
0: yeah. literally yeah. near zero. There's not yes. cameras like the,
3: everywhere like there is right. at a, a and, casino. And to or... your
0: point, you're just never going to find a man with thirty thousand dollars in a casino parking lot it's like 0.1% right. because you could just fucking valet, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like not only should no one ever have 30,000 on them, and that's going to be rare enough, but when they do, it's going to be because they're a goddamn billionaire who has their own personal driver that is waiting at valet to scoop their car. right?
3: right? And that's all. That's another, when you were talking about protocol, that, that's another thing that like you should do. If you're, if, if you're able to valet, than valet because mm-hmm. it's way less likely it's not impossible obviously but it's way less likely and harder for someone to to follow you home
1: when you valet right uh, well i don't think it's harder for them to follow home but i was, I was it's harder for you to
0: get robbed going to the car yeah, going to the so
1: car what i was right, thinking yeah. actually on the way here that they should have the lot should have security do valet for like their stream games and stuff like that mm-hmm. like because they go get their car bring it to them what, what else can go wrong really it's like they walk yeah, front Johnny
0: Chance Club had valet, and I gotta tell you, it wasn't. They're just so handcuffed by the, by the, the mode of the operation. Mm-hmm, they're right. in a fucking right. shopping mall. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean- right, like they would bring it up curbside, but like curbside was still just like a reasonable enough walk that was unsecure. And also, just like literally the way it was set up, the valet guy could have pulled a gun on you and you would have just been fucked. Man. Like nobody was around the police, especially like 5 a.m you're just wandering out and it's just you, him, and the and the stars. Mm-hmm. Uh I I think that there is I think that there's uh a difficulty in uh kind of understanding how much responsibility comes with opening one of these rooms. Right. Like it's not as simple as just I'm gonna have a facility that can offer a service to customers. Right. Yeah, but, with that service comes a lot of responsibility
1: agreed where does it end though where does their responsibility end for players that they have on stream like for security wise
0: um well I, I mean i guess like you could say that they're doing the bare minimum and that's fine but i would say that i would be very uncomfortable running a stream with large sums of money if the best security protocol i had in place was that somebody could get escorted to their car
2: hmm
0: yeah right it, it like, just
2: seems as if like you want to have at least for the bigger stake stuff like as little money around as possible if you can if you're especially
1: doing like a stream game or something
2: right like uh, why if, do you want to have money <laughs> yeah i would, I would,
0: I would like force those games to be cashless that also yeah.
1: doesn't work unless you like put in the title that these games are cashless what do you like, mean like people are still going to be marks um unless like everybody knows that game is
0: cashless right but if it's cashless they won't have cash on them still a mark Get, yeah but getting robbed with no money on you is not I mean, that's, it's, that's it's worse. not fun. That's worse. Getting
1: what? robbed with no money on you, is, you don't want to make somebody upset that has a gun on you. I mean, he's right in a way. I understand that. Yeah, but, but
0: these yeah, aren't but, random acts. But like it's, 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 You're not getting it's, mugged on it's, New it's York very, City. It's
3: not hard to say like on the stream that like you know these players will not have any cash on them. Like, It's, it's not hard to do that, huh. right? And I don't think that takes away from the product or anything like that. So, I mean, uh-huh. why not do
2: that? The bad actors will always be bad actors.
0: I, I mean, I'm just saying that I think the the structure of these robberies are not... Random. They're not. They're not by chance, right? So no, of course. Not. Them walking up on somebody who doesn't have any money on them, like, uh yeah, opportunity missed, I guess. But like, they're not a mugger. Where it's like, fuck right. your wallet's empty. What the right, hell?
3: Right. They're they're being targeted because they know they have the
0: cash. correct. They yeah, know, yeah.
3: Right. So
1: yeah. Now now we're gonna hog tie this guy. We're gonna bring him to find the cash now. <laughs>
0: like, well, I, I, I mean, don't think if. It's, if st- if those are options, then, like, again, your place is not secure enough. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody getting hogtied in your fucking parking, parking lot. lot and yeah. then dragged back inside, demanding...
1: Well, not inside. Somewhere else. Where's somewhere else? Home. Their home. But like, the money's not there. We d- they don't know this. This is the problem. Like, people don't... Robbers don't know this. Uh,
3: but what I think what, what Berkey's saying is, is they do. They, they know... They're, they're specifically targeting people they know have the cash on them or are going to have the cash. Correct. They're not just taking a chance right. that this guy no, I could have money at, at home. They're not going to go through all the risk I in, agree. In robbing somebody, somebody and, not, and not get
1: what they're going to I agree. But when you for. see somebody with 50K on, on the table on stream, right, mm-hmm. and they leave that place and you rob them outside but, in the but, parking but
0: lot. you don't understand. It's because something's happening where somebody's telling them that he left with cash right. this time.
1: Right. Yeah, I guess.
0: This guy, yeah. left, this guy played and left however many times mm-hmm. in the past yeah right there have been hundreds right. of players who've played on that stream and that's come what makes and gone. the inside job is someone's
3: like hey yeah, sure. this time he cashed his money yeah he he ca- 50, i watched him on. cashed out for 30k right. and did
0: not go to his box right
3: didn't go to his box he's
0: you know and right. then boom he gets hit right that's yeah it's just every time the big game runs people mm-hmm. are, are notified to be on alert and then as people cash out somebody's on the inside watching with eyes and says like, "Yo, this guy got cash this time, and he's about to leave." Man, yeah, this
3: stuff happened like, in underground games right. all the time. Yeah, like
0: it happened. All at, the time. It happened at four p.m. That's not random. Yeah, that's not that chance, that you know.
1: Probably true. And it's not from
0: <laughs> watching the live stream either, because that's on an hour delay. Like they don't know when he's leaving. Mm-hmm. It has to be an inside job, one hundred percent of the time, right? So uh, it's like, well, you ask what's the responsibility uh, of the, the house. That's that's a fair one, right? Because you obviously can't police. Uh, inside jobs from occurring like this which means that you have to have a stronger protocol in place where the inside job is a failure
3: yeah i mean that but you could also do a little maybe a little more due diligence when you're hiring people i mean that that
0: to some degree sure but like it doesn't even have to be you can't it doesn't have to be a security guard it could just be somebody who's a patron
3: yeah but i mean i don't i don't know what the hiring process is do they do background checks on these people do they right do they know right so i mean like you can limit it a little bit. You can make your staff more on the up and up. I'm
1: pretty sure they, they hire these security guards to like a staffing agency that probably mm-hmm. does all the right. background okay. checks, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I guess to that end, though, um, that doesn't that doesn't solve a no, problem, I, right? Of course not. Right. What what they need to address is why the inside job is so successful. And if you you know if you look at a run of protocols, it's because uh, their cage is very public, right? So I don't know if they have a private room for higher stake players to cash out in, but they should. Yeah. Right? That alleviates whether or not he left with cash. Uh, their parking lot or their whole parking situation is very unsecure, right? Forcing people to play in a cash filled environment and then walk to their car at any time of day, unescorted, is going to be a recipe for disaster. Dangerous. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the fact that it is a cash in cash out business right like the old joke for decades were that like pawn shops and uh check cashing places and places like that were the easiest hits because you knew they had cash on hand mm-hmm. right? it was a cash in cash out type of business so yeah there, there needs to be more secure measures in place that make it less of a cash in cash out business
2: i do see why legislation has issues with non-regulated gambling if that makes sense mm-hmm. Because this isn't the only problem and issues that happen when it comes to having, call it the card house and protective security in one way versus a casino or whatever, just based off of public perception and overall barriers of things that you need to get across before something like this can even happen. Yeah. Right? It's tough. It's fucking tough.
1: Yeah, I don't know what exactly, what like, what more they should be doing. Like, where they should draw a line of like their like how much security they should do because like when it comes down to a lot of these people are getting robbed like on their way home and stuff yeah of course so like what where is the line what do you think what do we think they should how do they beef it up
0: um yeah i mean i think that it it just needs to be I, i think that you know to brian's point uh instituting a valet would be critical i think that it's tough, man. When you can't, it's when really you, like, tough. when you like can't have the police on your side, it's very difficult, right? Like, right. you can't actually hire an undercover police officer or anybody. that uh, You know, I would, I would go the route of hiring security firms. Uh, I'm sure that's a cost, but like hiring a one off guard who has a gun permit is certainly not the fucking that's, same no. as hiring an actual security firm. Right. And you know, we're talking about it being a multi million dollar business. At some point, you have to front load the expenses mm-hmm. and securing. Having a secure environment for your patrons is going to be the number one most critical element element of uh, owning market share yeah
3: if you have sure. a team of people that know what they're doing, this is what they do and th- they're there to secure the place, then it's obviously going to be a lot better than you know just like you said the one off uh security guards
0: right, but even in that instance it, it becomes difficult because like these firms are obviously uh they're they're hiring out as well, and if people see the path to a good score they're going to take it right so you just have to have a bunch of fail safes along the way and a bunch of protocols in place mm-hmm. where even if there's a bad actor within your system it's not an easy thing to hack right, right. like you want to make it like it, casinos don't try to set up scenarios where oceans 11 can't happen they try to set up scenarios where Ocean's Eleven is the elaborate plan that's necessary, right. In order for them to get got, yeah, right. And same thing with banks, same thing with all financial institutions. And that's what I don't think is understood: is you're not just some fucking backwoods bingo hall that's playing, you know, dollar or card bingo. You're a high-stakes gambling hall, and that, in essence, makes you a financial institution. With that comes a ton of fucking responsibility for your patrons. So, I don't know how to make it more cashless, but I would, I would certainly go the route of creating player banks, of setting up wiring systems, uh, of setting up, like, crypto in, crypto out, if possible. Mm-hmm. The wiring systems might be pretty difficult with the legality of the room itself. Maybe. I,
3: I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know the, 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 the legal stuff, but I think, like, with, get, once you get banks and stuff involved... No, no, for
0: sure, right? it's, it's messy. Right, But sure. that kind the, the crypt, of indicates that... The crypto that,
3: thing is, that's why crypto is like, why people love crypto, because right. it's, it, it's, it's a way to I mean, not to be fair, I've those... played
0: private games where I've gotten wires. Yeah. Uh, okay. And granted, they're personal, but like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, I will say you're right, that is, it, it does get messy when you start to bring in banks and things of that nature, especially when yeah. people don't want their business I, on the books. I don't know what,
3: if they have boxes or not there. They do. They do. Okay, they yeah. Do. So I mean, that, that's definitely something that you should have enough boxes yeah, To some degree, for anybody.
0: Don't get me wrong, to some degree, there's responsibility on the person who was robbed as well. but I'm not going to put I'm not going to put it 100 percent on him. like no. there's a lot on the institution itself. And this isn't just the lodge. Right. This is all of Texas poker, right? Like every single place that you I, I haven't been to a place where I felt like, okay, this is the one that got it right., mm-hmm. you know? It was quite the opposite. Each and every one I went to had different security hangups that I was terrified about. And, yeah, they're and, not good. And, you know, had big issues.
1: None yeah. of them are good. I've, not, I've yet to see a secure room. And I'm not sure even what a secure room looks like, so.
0: Well, it looks like a casino, right? <laughs> like, and, and I don't but mean, like- I don't mean that necessarily just, uh, like, an institution like a casino. I mean, it's not in a mall storefront. Like, these single-story, uh, like, just wide-open areas uh, are also just, like, really problematic. Everybody's herded into one uniform area. There's no, there's no uh, like, there's no path that they have to go through. It's literally walk through the door and get to the cage or, oh, I get it, you know, like, wait outside the door, whatever the case may be. But this
1: is what they have. So, like, what...
0: what well, this we... is what they have because this is what they've accepted. It doesn't have to be this way, right? Like, the place that Champions was trying to open in Dallas was a multi-level former restaurant that was, uh, you know, pretty... Open to customization and easily could have been more of an institution, I think. Um, but again, like you have to understand, the reason why this is what they have is because the margins aren't as large as we believe. Like Texas poker is flourishing because they don't charge that much. Right, these places
3: are, are cheap to, to
1: rent. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't
0: but, know but they're also cheap, cheap to play. Uh, That's the point. Right. So what
1: are you trying to say? You charge more?
0: Well, I'm saying that uh,
1: more rake might be able to get them some security
0: i don't know i don't know i know what the cost of like firing one of these places up and it's not as much as you think yeah and i know what the margins are and they're also not as much as you think
1: meaning they don't make that much money correct yes
0: so it's like if it costs a couple million and you're you're bringing in a couple million uh you're not bringing in hand over fist there isn't a lot of incentive to do upgrades Mm -hmm. you know there isn't Mm -hmm. a lot of incentive to ensure a
3: lot of wiggle room to do it to stay Profitable Correct. either, <laughs>
0: and I think ultimately, like I would imagine that they would want to start bringing in WPTs, MSPTs, and things of that nature because they can house it. But how could you? How 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 can you if you're basically saying every man for himself? Like uh, we're not responsible for the for the security these, or these of big players.
3: entities, WPT and MSN, you know, or, uh, MSPT. The, yeah, they, they're not going to want to be involved with. You know putting their name on something that's gonna uh you know put the players in danger i don't i wouldn't think
0: yeah i wouldn't think so either um it's you know it's a rock and a hard place type situation Mm -hmm. i I think we can all agree with that uh i'm i'm bringing this up because i think that there are two major points that are worthy of discussion that we've pretty much covered the majority of at least one uh and maybe a little bit more of the second we can lean into but um you know first and foremost like yes these places uh texas poker is very lucrative but it's not safe and we have to keep reminding people of that because this keeps happening mm-hmm. and it's gonna keep happening because nothing's changing nobody's protocols are getting any different security's not getting any tighter uh it seems like at best all we've seen is uh you know the addition of boxes here and there at a couple of properties but yeah uh as a high stakes pro, as a high stakes pro i would feel like a mark going there and not not based off of like uh you know the, being the 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 fish in the game as far as like even if i win i feel like i would just not be yeah. walking home with it
3: right and we want we want poker to flourish in texas we right. want it we want it to grow so we don't want people to be you know disincentivized to to go to texas
0: yeah and then secondarily uh what ends up <laughs> happening off the back of this is that players get heavily exploited whenever their name and likeness are being utilized on these streams they're, they're willfully sacrificing bottom line and security in order to play on a fucking internet show, right? And it's like, that is insane. Uh, I, I remember even uh, when I played the big game at Hustler, like, they have all this stuff in place. And I was so nervous.
1: Yeah, Hustle's not a fucking great place walking out of. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, like it's not the best neighborhood, right? No, it's right, like I was no, just on no. street I was just on stream with a million dollars in front of me. <laughs>
1: Yo, know, right behind you. If you walk out of Hustler and you look to your right, you don't want to fucking take that little half a mile truck back that <laughs> yeah. down that road. Yeah. Hell no.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, it's like, and this is no fault of Hustlers. Like they didn't do anything wrong. It's just the location that they got. Right. You know, worse areas are going to be cheaper. Uh, but it's. It's one of those things where it's like, thank God they had protocols in place where I can ensure that I walk out of their cashless, right? Uh, that, it's just so hypercritical when you start to put in bigger money and, and these stream games for the entire public to see. So, like, I don't know, bare minimum, what would I do? Uh, I, I would just be less public about everything. I would At a bare minimum, I would build a peak room for the cage where you can privately access your box, privately cash out. I think they have one. Okay, so that's at least step one, right? So boxes, peak room at the cage. Uh, I would attempt to make the cage itself more private, um, building it into like more of a a room that you walk in rather than just a freestanding area. And then third, I would absolutely build a closed set for my live stream. I would just have... I, I think that the idea was by having it out on the floor it becomes the the center of attention and the attraction for the room and that would draw in patrons and that may have been correct from a marketing standpoint but from a safety standpoint it's a fucking nightmare right so like i would i would create a closed set absolutely and i would also create uh assuming it doesn't like create any hiccups of, of, of room traffic or flow or anything like that. I would create a private walkway to the cage. That was the one thing that I thought Hustler was lacking. I had to walk with a million in chips from the up, that, that lifted stage
1: All the way past through the, the one,
0: two tables, through the limit tables. Like I had to do this 200-yard walk to the cage where everybody's staring... <laughs> They're literally staring at like, you know, half a rack of 5k chips and they've never held one. Like that is fucking dangerous. Yeah, that really is. You know, it's even the Bellagio isn't great about this, but it's better like the cage is literally two steps from Bobby's room. Right. The cage is literally two steps from the high side. So, you know, you don't you don't intermingle with people that would do just about anything for one of your chips. Right? Like that's a dangerous thing to have to navigate as as a player. Um because you know, to, to or to Conrad's point, like they don't know that you're not putting that in your pocket. Right. No. You know, they don't know that that book bag is empty or just has chili in it, whatever. Um, So-called chili.
1: You, you don't want to get caught with the empty book bag of chili. I'm telling you, <laughs> That's what I'm you don't want that.
0: I'm with you, man. I can no, feed it's true. you, but it's true. you want
1: money on you.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, I I think that these latter points are ones that aren't discussed enough. Like, I don't think it's acknowledged how much players are giving up by playing on these streams. I don't think it's acknowledged at how disincentivized it is for each and every fucking player to be playing on these streams and how heavily incentivized it is for the room to run them. Yeah. These are their number one marketing funnels.
1: Um, and we know at least five or six people that got robbed in Texas. Yeah. And like, if we think about how big the player pool is, that's a large fucking player pool. Yeah. As
0: far as like the high stakes go. Yes. Yeah. 100%. It's a
1: large fucking piece.
0: 100%. Like, it, it should be the, the, the bigger the game, the more private not the opposite right not the more public yeah and and like it should be less exploitative the higher you play as well like rate decreases as you go up well the same should be true of everything else like where is the value add from the from the operational side like why would i want to play on your stream
1: yeah maybe these things shouldn't be live or it was like an hour delay. Maybe they should be four like or five hours. Like the next hours. day. Or four or five hours later.
0: Yeah, I think that there's some aspect to that. But again, since they're inside jobs, I don't think that it matters that much. I think you just want to take the eyes off of any... Like, it, this is the way that you prevent the inside so, job aspect, right?
1: Yeah, some of them are inside jobs. Not all of them. So, they have
0: to be. Anything parking lot related has to be.
1: I kind of see what you're saying. But right, like, because
0: why aren't people getting robbed when they show up? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No.
0: Because nobody has the knowledge if they have cash on them or not. So why take the risk? No, I agree. You just wait for your homie who's playing one, two uncapped to look and say, this guy's walking out with 50K. Yeah, no. right? I know. Right? So like, what do you do then? You just take those eyeballs off. You make it, you make it uh, so restricted that you can count the number of people who have knowledge of what's going on in there, right? So if, if uh, the set is closed for the stream game and they're able to get to the cage without anybody uh, witnessing like, what they're walking with, Right? Like they don't see their chips in hand. But, uh, Somehow yeah. there's a private walk to the cage mm-hmm. in some capacity. Now there's no information to pass along.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we're saying these are inside jobs, security guards, that's always gonna, ha- it's always gonna happen.
0: No security guard in the, in the uh, there's no reason for a security guard on set. Right. Right? The inside job would have, and now you're, you're down, you're talking about like 15 total people who would have this knowledge, Yeah. right? It would have to be either somebody at the cage right. Somebody uh, running production or one of the players themselves. You just right.
2: reduce the overall amount of exposure to yeah. the mm-hmm. possibility of getting fucked. Yeah, right? so like
0: as we get it down to like fifteen people, okay, well you fire the cage worker because mm-hmm. they're a minimum wage employee and you can just replace them. Mm-hmm. And you hire somebody else and see if it happens again. And if it does, you start to fucking fire your production staff. Yeah. You know? Hey,
3: yeah, you can narrow it down pretty quickly. Yeah, you look who's,
0: for the you look for you cross reference the data you, points mm-hmm. you until keep, you yeah, you hone in.
2: You keep the game trees small. Yes. Very, <laughs> very small. Yeah. Right. Less game trees are better.
0: That's right. Uh all right. That that went a little longer than I expected it to. Not surprising. But uh we do have uh some final points to touch on uh briefly. GG uh had a very successful weekend running the five K WSOP main event. They were able to get just under five thousand people, I believe. For a total prize pool of twenty-three million dollars, this is actually They're one third.
1: Crushing it. This <laughs> is, twenty-three million. Think of this.
0: This is one third the size of the actual live main event. Yeah, insane. Yeah. For half the price. Yeah. They're right. So, it. so in reality, it's it's uh, actually numbers wise, like two thirds of of the size of the real main event. First place is two point seven million. Uh, I'm not positive, but I feel like that might be the largest online first place to ever give it, be given away. It's got to be up there. Up there, yeah. Um, for sure it's what? up there. So they had a big weekend, but uh, uh, that may be a little bit overshadowed. Well, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, a, a, it, it's, you know what it is? It's the compliment sandwich. Mm. Here's your very typical compliment sandwich. <laughs> GG was. does not crash on Sunday and runs one of the biggest online main events of all time. Then they fire Poker Sasha. <laughs> Bad, bad GG. Boo. Uh, Poker Sasha, very beloved in the community, uh, PLO player, recently started a family. She said, I'm no longer on GG poker team. I was basically told that I'm of little value now, and also I believed it. I mean, what can I bring to the table married with twin babies? That's not a poker ambassador. But then to think of the volume I put in during and after pregnancy, uh, as well as she goes on to state... She brought her whole family to the WSOP to grind and be an ambassador for GG. Uh, She wishes them well, but she's basically out to prove them wrong. Yeah. Uh, Which good on her. I I think that she should absolutely, um, you know, feel that way. Uh, I'm sure this is blindsided. Although I I don't know the details. Maybe her contract was up and they just chose not to renew. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's kind of a difference between being fired and not renewed. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but to that effect, that's a shitty way of being let go right like i'm sure she appreciates the honesty but like from a pr standpoint like you just don't say that right you don't say like sorry you've lost our you've lost all value to us especially when it's implying that it's because you just did adult things like have a family grow up yeah yeah like imagine imagine uh dean eggs having kids next year and then be like sorry bro right uh, yeah. i just don't think it's, you have time for us
2: it's clearly not that right no is there are no. people that are ambassadors that do have a family well
0: i mean you know to obviously dean is a lot larger but yeah. like you know whatever one what of their smaller uh sure. like Fedor, right. uh you know whatever uh, maybe even that's still too, too big but... Yeah,
1: but anyways not the point sorry to cut
2: you off uh,
0: felipe just had a kid he's still a GG ambassador yeah
1: sorry to cut there you go. off but PokerStars actually just put out an um, announcement they said recent site outages on PokerStars were due to a ddos attacks But we can confirm that all accounts are safe and personal information is secure. The WCoop main event and Sunday Million will now run on the weekend of November 5th. Our blog has more published, has published more details on this issue, which you can read here blah, 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 blah. So they rescheduled it for November 5th. So
2: this was a CSA PSA.
1: CSA PSA.
2: This
0: episode has more reading from Conrad than our show will have for the. For, for the duration <laughs> of, of its life. lifetime. It has
2: more reading from Conrad than more than he speaks.
0: Yeah. It's true. I, I wanted him to read the Christian uh, the Christian announcement because there was enough Christian speak in there that I expected Conrad to lean into it, but no, it was I clear didn't. he got too nervous having to read a thousand words. Yeah, it was way
1: too many words. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to put something in there too, and I was just like, I oh, fucked this shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, I, I don't think that this is handled very well by Gigi from a PR perspective. Uh, the last thing you want is to part ways with somebody who gave you a good service or did a good job over the years, and have them part with this sort of negative messaging. Uh, it's shitty, man. Like it's, and it seems to be a constant theme, specifically with their female ambassadors. Although I guess Blazarian also ripped them to shreds whenever he left. Um, but yeah, it does feel like poor form, especially whenever like you do the comparison analysis. Like Felipe Ramos just had a kid and was signed. You know, it wasn't like any sort of deterrent to him. So yeah. uh, I I can understand not wanting to re-up somebody i can't understand it for the reasons that are stated
2: yeah it's not about being a parent or not it's about like what product of value do you provide right and it's not like it's not
0: she's unique like not only is she a female in a male-dominated space but she's specifically a plo uh centered individual right like she's focused on a on a separate game that i imagine they're trying to grow now maybe they decided that uh the growth in the PLO community is not worth investing in. That's different. Just say that.
2: It's a different, yeah, it's different than saying, oh, because you're, uh, have a family, you are now not worth anything. Yeah.
0: And maybe they didn't even specify. Maybe they just said, you're not worth to us now what you were before. And she's inferring that it might be that even still clear clear that up. Don't let her think that, right? Like if that's not true, then be very explicit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I just think companies owe it to, their current and former employees to uh, to message appropriately.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of weird communication things. That yeah. just, are just...
0: It, yeah, it's it's pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, the 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 other piece of bread to this compliment sandwich, though, was uh, today was a big day for uh, America's own Kina England. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, she was signed as a GG ambassador, which is uh, a bit of a bold move because she is american based but i think that uh well we could check out the the signing video but i think she's going to be relegated specifically to club gg which is everywhere worldwide
5: being a club gg ambassador is just another amazing milestone on my crazy poker journey I learned how to play poker in college, but ended up working a corporate job in the insurance industry for eight years. Um, One day I was at a conference in Las Vegas and ended up playing an Aria daily. And I made the final table and realized that I still loved poker, I was really passionate about it and wanted to pursue it further. Then came the pandemic and I worked on my game online, I sharpened my skills, I studied a lot and I realized I don't wanna go back to the office full time and work a nine to five, I would rather play poker. 2021 was a big year for me it was my first full year playing poker i got third place at the mspt in riverside iowa then i got third place again at the wpt at the venetian then at the end of the year i was fortunate enough to win the mspt in minnesota which helped me become the first female mspt player of the year club gg is so much fun for only 49.99 a month you can start off small and play risk-free tournaments I've only been playing for two weeks, and I've already won three stage three tickets. Come play with me.
2: Let's go. Yeah.
0: It's very. Uh,
2: was yeah. Yeah. Job, congratulations to her. Yeah.
0: That was a uh, that was very Midwesterny, mm-hmm. very very Minnesota, <laughs> uh, down home. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Big big congratulations to her. Uh, I'm I'm very unsure how the whole club gg thing like what's the appeal Mm. uh the reason i guess i'm unsure is because i think you can play cash games on there no i don't know you
1: can play like i think it's like somebody's group like a
0: private yeah people people like host the same way they do on poker bros right yes exactly right that seems shady as fuck. (laughs)
1: well i mean there's people are running app games on there that's where a lot of app games
0: are going. Right, right, right. That's that's what I mean. Like I understand the the membership model part. That yeah. that makes sense. That's what Club WPT does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like a good way to uh kind of be a major brand and still operate in the United States without needing licensing. The app aspect of it though, uh, I don't know anything about it. I just know I see advertisements for it all the time.
1: Yeah, it's just like literally a poker bros game.
0: Yeah. That's interesting to me. I'm surprised I'm surprised there isn't conflict there with them trying to get into America the right way and uh you know, basically abide by all rules. I know, like, for a long time, um, was it Stars or Party? It might have been stars. Party.
1: You're talking about the, the home games?
0: No, no, no. Uh, I was going to say that, uh, yeah, it was, it, well, it was Party initially when the U-G-E-I, UGEIA Act. Uh, I think I got that right. I might mix, <laughs> mix some letters Either up way. in there. Either Good way, way uh, they pulled out of the American market altogether in 06 <laughs> because they were publicly traded uh company and they wanted to be able to re-enter the american market at some point and then stars didn't and was punished so that's why stars doesn't exist in nevada as far as i understand it um, is that they were serving a probationary period for the bad acting for course. for yeah for bad acting from 06 to black friday whatever gotcha. uh now that time might be up, up by now uh but i know that you know legalized poker or whatever in in america launched in 2015 yeah so been seven years of dormancy
1: where are the fucking sites in nevada
0: everybody is everybody i speak to that's sharp and behind the scenes and in the know is saying prep yourself there's a boom coming like there's going to be a tidal wave of legalization the tortoise is ready and i just (laughs) keep saying okay
1: has this been for like seven
0: years yes i thought so because like
1: this is it's kind of crazy like how does BetMGM not open up here? How does PokerStars not open up here?
0: The BetMGM and the party poker, with regards to Nevada, I believe it's just been a launching issue. I don't know what's the exact holdup, but I don't think it has anything to do with legalization or legislation. It
1: just has to tie to a casino?
0: No, no. I don't think they have any issues there because party is... is oh who is party tied to? Well, BetMGM is obviously tied to MGM. MGM, yeah. Uh, party's tied to somebody in any event i don't think it's a legislation thing i just think it's a go-to-market issue um maybe they don't see the liquidity pool here as being enough which is reasonable nevada's not that big well i mean they would not necessarily
1: they wouldn't connect them
0: they would try
1: uh new jersey at least would immediately connect we don't
0: we don't have look man new jersey's already existing with these sites right so why is nevada not shared why are they not opening here and sharing? Like there, There's some sort of hangup, and I don't know what it is. I, yeah. I'm not that far enough in the know. Uh, but there's definitely some sort of hang-up. I think you're right, though. I think once they do launch in Nevada, they would have the shared liquidity. And perhaps maybe that's what's happening. They're waiting for Michigan and Pennsylvania to come into the fold before they take on the expensive launching here. Uh, that could make some sense to me.
1: I mean, you would think they would want to just, like, you know, get ahead of the ball. Like, they would want to get people signed up for this shit.
0: Maybe. Um, yeah, it, again, it might just be, like, a small enough market that's kind of is weird to say saturated, even though only WSOP exists um, because there are newer markets that are opening up. And I think that what they're finding is the last to market in those areas suffer tremendously. So like, for instance, BetMGM was the last to go to uh, Toronto. And I think that they're like really struggling to get their feet underneath them. Gotcha. Uh, they, uh, and maybe it was party poker or WSOP was the last to go to PA And they're struggling getting liquidity. I think it was WSO. I I, I think you might be right. But anyway, like the new liquidity pools, though maybe bigger than Nevada, also just like are very tough to acquire new consumers. So I imagine this is all marketing ploy. The bigger concern is like when uh, when will all states be open Um, or when will they start actively pursuing licenses, I should say. And then when will new rest of world players be invited back in? Right? Yeah. When will GG start to make a push? When will PokerStars... Because to... these are the two biggest cor- corporations that are currently shut out everywhere except for New Jersey. Well, I guess like Stars is New Jersey, Michigan, PA, but yeah. uh, GG's nowhere, and none of them are in Nevada yet.
1: Have they tried
0: yet? Do we know? I've i heard a lot of GG making a push to come to America. Yeah. I just don't know that... Uh, How much they can do? Yeah, I don't know like what the legislation is. I don't know if they've been a company long enough. I don't know if like they have strikes against the record that... Is preventing them legislation wise or or what the case may be but i expect everything that i hear from anybody who knows anything is in the next three to five we are going to see a flood of operators come in and uh one by one more and more states opt in and i think the wire act being officially dismissed will lubricate that right all states are are allowed to make their own decision now to opt in or opt out Uh, and now they have financial institutions on on board, whereas before, there was a lot of red tape there. You know, it was difficult to get payment processors and banks and things like that involved.
1: Yeah. Well, sounds like... Next three to five should be interesting.
2: Yeah. Next three to five years. <laughs> I don't know. Three next five thirty days, to fifty. Next three 30, to thirty to five months. <laughs> yeah. Tell me,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. DePaulo. I got to tell you, you're doing a lot of chatting over there, and I don't see any badges next to your name. I don't see any Nothing. new member. Like, give me your six dollars, man. Or give your us $5. your five dollars. Give us your fucking money. Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> you heard the fucking <laughs> damn. Look, you we should you... go down to Texas. <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot
2: of complaining, not a lot of problem solving from him. Yeah.
0: You heard it here first. Ryan DePaulo will not be on the show until he's an active member of the nerds and brainiacs community yeah
2: <laughs> if he's not a member we're gonna make his halloween costume even worse
0: that's right oh man that's coming up
2: oh no 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 it's world Oh no, world that's series. right it's, world series. Yeah, it's right. world series you're right you're right halloween is coming up though that's gonna be spooky season
0: that is spooky season do you have a costume <sighs> not yet
2: yeah me neither i'm, I'm gonna dress it up as you we definitely have to do a halloween you show right we'll oh for
0: sure for sure. sure i i'm gonna just wear a red towel
2: <laughs> that's, oh, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Yeah. We can all be each other. No, I don't, I, we don't have to do all that.
0: We'll just all dress up as Landon.
2: <laughs> Listen, man, come Halloween, I would also like to dress up as Landon too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Everyone brings towels. It's a towel shoot. That's that's cheap, man. You could do better. Um, all right, let's get out of here. I gotta I gotta head out. I'm doing a podcast at 4:30 today with Rec Poker. If you guys are interested in checking that out, they do some good stuff. They uh, cooperate with a lot of. Uh, the training sites out there and offer it to their members. They offer like a preview or tease and do some study groups and things of that nature. Every Monday they do a podcast. Uh, I'm going to be joining them. Uh, Also, big shout out to BetMGM. We really appreciate the sponsorship over the last week and a half or so. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Uh, If you guys are interested in checking out BetMGM, they do have cash games from every stake. No Limit Hold'em, PLO, 25 cent, 50 cent, all the way up to some high stakes. I am going to try my damnedest to work something out to where I'm home for their next series. So please head over to Gem, check that out. Uh, thank you guys so much, as always, for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, comment below. Let us know why you're not a member yet. What can we do? to entice you to become a member of the software for community big shout out to adam lowry big shout out to lee jones we appreciate you guys for joining the membership crew uh we are going to keep launching more and more emotes as more of you sign up i'm also going to take care of the white background uh i've been instructed by melissa that i fucked up and i apologize uh on that note we'll be back tomorrow 1 p.m uh pacific time and i don't know who's going to be here but i'm sure at least melissa will be here so we'll see you guys then but